I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Hello, and welcome to episode six. You guys, we just wrapped up uh, three weeks of season one, and I am feeling incredible. Uh, The first two conversations we had were Caroline Addington and Rachel from Banyan Bridges. If you haven't checked them out, go back. They're episodes two and four. The conversations, I think, are going to land for the first season at least on all the even episodes. And this week, I have my dear friend, Carter Perry. And as I was trying to organize this first season, make sure that the rhythm feels good and I'm a stickler for being attention attentive to details. So um, I wanted to make sure that the flow felt good and everything looked good. And and as I was dropping in the different guests into my calendar, I decided that the first two conversations were perfectly aligned with Caroline and Rachel. They are doing their thing and It was really enjoyable, but I thought it would be a really nice gift to you guys to invite my friend Carter on because her and I are, I guess I would describe her as just one of my soul sisters. Her and I have this awesome relationship on Marco Polo and we just support the shit out of each other. And we just walked through a season together where we were both pushing through mindset shifts and up-leveling. We were constantly in contact, kind of cheering each other on. And this conversation is from a couple months ago when we were in the thick of it. So as a treat, I thought it would be cool to put this one next as like a peek behind the scenes. Carter and I are both on our own creative paths. She is an amazing photographer. Uh, She speaks inside the episode about getting ready to go to Utah. She has already gone. You can check out her website. Her photography is incredible. Her editorial eye, all of it is just so delicious to me. The conversation was just that. It was a conversation between two really good friends lifting each other up, telling each other what they needed to hear. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. It is an inside peek into my world, into my a friendship between me and another woman that's, you know, stretching and growing and leaning into her creative self. And it's a beautiful conversation. We talk about permission to evolve and change and creating for the sake of creating uh, masculine and feminine energy, permission to rest. It's all so nourishing. So I really hope you guys enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, let's jump into it. Here's Carter Perry. Enjoy. Welcome to the Spark. I'm so delighted that you are here. I'm so delighted that that we're diving in together. You and I have really connected on such a deep level and I'm I'm really proud that we get to experience this together. And I know a lot of people understand that putting effort and love into a project is is it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of like heart work, you know, but I'm just, I'm just really glad that you're here with me in this moment because you and I are, we're doing the thing. We're doing the damn thing. So welcome. Will you um, introduce yourself and give us a little background on who you are? All right. So my name is Carter. I am a entrepreneur by nature, um, cur- currently working in a corporate nine to five, 
and figuring out what the heck my thing is, um, which has revealed itself to me little by little, piece by piece, step by step, day by day. Um, And I'm just discovering my love and just passion for photography, um, my desire to help other people find their thing, um, which will take a couple of mediums, whether it's photography or podcasting or online courses. So now I'm just in the process of making it, making it happen. Oh, I love that. I love the, the bit by bit, the piece by piece. I feel that so deeply. And I feel like in TV and I don't know, social world, it's, it's like you have an idea and then you make the idea and then like, that's the thing. And I have found it to not be that at all. I feel like it's a slow trickle and there also has to be this piece of, well, of like surrendering to knowing that you are available for whatever's coming your way, but you're also really just firmly rooted in the idea that it is coming your way. Right. And so can you speak to that, um, that bit of surrender? I know you've kind of walked through some challenging times when it comes to finding your thing. And also I'd like to set this disclaimer that I don't know if we like find our thing. I don't want it to be like one thing we're finding it and then we're going to grind and grind and we're going to do the thing and make all the money and business business but it's more of like a softening and a settling into like allowing our true self to come out. Yeah. And just to add to that, I think you find a thing and it can lead you to the next thing. Yeah. You don't have to like commit and marry this one thing and stay with it for the rest of your life. It's this constant evolution of, Hey, I'm picking up a camera. I love the way this makes me feel. I'm really excited to take, to take pictures of couples. And then it moves from, okay, now I want to pick up a film camera. And that, you know, it's just this evolution of the trying. Um, but I also want to give like a little background just for your listeners, Please. because you and I met on an online, like in a Facebook group, and it's all about finding your thing and building your business. And we were both in such different part or just spots in our life when we met each other. And I just speaking from where I was, was feeling super burnt out in my corporate job um, and had just gone through my company doing layoffs and realizing I don't have a thing. I want to find my thing and I want it to happen right now. And so I put so much pressure on myself, on my job, on this business I was creating because I needed to make the money so that I could be a full-time entrepreneur and go out and be creative every single day. And I was forcing it, forcing it, like swimming against the current, barely keeping my head above the water, ebbing and flowing between like, I'm having a really good day. I'm having a really bad day. Um, And it was just kind of this like really polar, different place to be where one time I could see the possibility and I was excited. And the next time I was like forcing it and exhausted. Um, And I actually started out with branding first because I love graphic design. And I was like, oh, I could charge $2,000 for a branding package. I could make money. I could make it work. And I had this like lens I was looking through of how could I use my creativity to make me money? Right. And it was not fun. It did not feel good. The, I need to, you know, be a full-time entrepreneur and replace my income right now did not feel good. Um, the forcing was exhausting. And honestly, I had to take like a month of just being like, I'm resting. I'm not touching anything. Um, and once I tapped in, to this idea that I had something bigger waiting for me. I didn't understand what it was yet, but I had to trust that it was going to show itself to me. And once I took that mindset and kind of sat back and relaxed and stopped forcing, it was like, oh, so you've 
always loved photography. You bought a nice camera last year to pursue photography. Um, you're inspired by it, but I didn't see it as like a possibility for myself. I couldn't claim that I was a photographer yet. Um, and so once I slowed down and I surrendered to the, I know it's out there. I know it's bigger than, like, I'm creating something bigger than myself. I have my life's work waiting for me. Once I could surrender to that, then just little nuggets of gold drop down right. to just give me the path to move forward. Yeah. I, I mean, I was very lucky enough to be witness to that. You know, we are just in the Marco Polos, so committed. So it is just my zone of genius. It feels like sometimes a lot of the times I'll admit this is a safe space for admitting what we're good at. And I feel like sometimes I am just in the zone and I have loved watching you. Yeah. When we met, you were like, sure. There are certain things about your like future life that you want in it, right? Entrepreneurship, having your own thing, uh, doing something creative, but you were kind of you were working so hard to make it happen right then. And you were losing sight of the abundance that was already existing, right? That already existed. You already own a beautiful little house. You already have an awesome partner. You already have a job that is financing your life. And once I feel like you surrendered to, can we just let it be easy? Let's focus on what I love. What do I love? And it's not like, what do I love and how do I monetize it? It's just like, can I just trust that I know about myself that I will be an entrepreneur? I'm going to, to do this. It's, it's part of where I'm headed. But can we just focus on my creative self and my creative, my creativity and just nurture that? And I started noticing I was trying to encourage you to just, just, just play and just start resting and relaxing and just making opportunity for you to create. And once you started creating, it was like, oh, this is what I love. This is not yep. branding and doing. And I was, I would, I, I wish we had known each other two years ago. Cause I was in that same place with lettering and it was like lettering branding. It's like lettering's my kind of forte, but I have this skill set. And I was like, oh, I can do that for other people. I love small businesses. I love helping people. Perfect. It could make a couple grand. And how many of that a month do I need? And like all this stuff. And then I just didn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't get myself to to do that. I did it here and there. And it's interesting. My friend, Alicia, who is my other like soul sister and she's in Marco Polo with me too. So it's you too. Um, she found me on the internet and I branded her because I felt inspired to take that action. There was a connection and now we're like best buds, but I can't bring myself to do the work that I'm not inspired to do. Yes. Right. And I think that is just such a key factor to finding longevity and finding um, your true self is like, we need to figure out what truly lights us up and then do that and follow inspire, inspired action and not grind, 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 you know, right. It's just a softening and a surrendering and a turning towards creativity and trusting that it will all be revealed. Yes. And I just based off of what you just said, finding what you love, but then understanding that it is okay. And it is a allowed to change. I think there's yes. so much pressure around find your purpose, find your passion, find like we're multi-passionate. I love graphic design. I love photography. I like to design websites but there's only certain parts of it that I want to do and can see myself making an income out of. Like, I don't want to do graphic design. I don't want to, I can do it for myself. And I think it's so fun. But when I take on a client, I find so much resistance of mm -hmm. like the ideas aren't coming up. It doesn't feel good. 
But with photography right now, for me, it's this expansive world of creating for the sake of art and Mm -hmm. creating because I'm interested in it and it inspires me and it excites me and it holds this like fleeting time still for just a moment when you hit the shutter and it captures that image. Um, And so the more I started thinking about that and leaning into that and taking this, I need to monetize it right now off. It was like, huh, okay. Like we can breathe. We feel good again. Um, So for a while I used the mantra of take the pressure off, just take it off. What do you, you don't need to be doing anything right now. You have everything that you need. Like you said, I have the house and the good job and the great relationship and two really cute kittens and like all of the things I need. And so I was just loading this pressure on myself and therefore clouding my creative mind because I didn't have the space or the room to just think about what I wanted or what I loved. And you actually, so we need to just really dial in the fact that our Marco Polo magic is such a thing. Um, (laughs) We literally like, I wake up to Marco Polos from you. We Marco Polo throughout the day. We end the day with a Marco Polo and we start over again the next day. And it's been so amazing to just have your perspective looking into my situation. I think the same Same. going, you know, the other way as well. But you said to me the other day, and you, you just have this way of like, it's like the simplest things that I just can't see. You're like, yeah, but this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and the other day you were like, I just, I've seen you push really, really hard. And then you burn out and you like sit back and you're like, oh, I'm tired. I can't do it. And it was so true. Like I was just, I have to do things to build my business. I have to build my business. I have to build my website. I have to, I should, should, should. Mm. And when you said that, I was like, she's so right. And so now I'm taking this approach of doing 30 minutes a day towards building my business. And yesterday we had this moment, both of us of, we didn't feel 100% energetic and in our vibe and in our flow yesterday. And so we allowed ourselves to rest. And I heard this voice in the back of my head being like, but you could be working on your website right now. And you've got like this free time, you need to be doing this. And I just sat there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to surrender to the fact that this is all going to get done as it needs to get done. This needs to come from a place of good energy. And when I feel good, because if I feel good while I'm doing it, I'm going to produce something better. It's going to feel effortless and it's going to feel fun and it's going to feel easy. And right now I'm not coming out of that place. So yesterday I just, I treated myself to a bath, like, did my little face or my skincare routine and just enjoyed my evening and took the pressure off and surrendered to trusting that I'll show up when I need to show up. And then you woke up this morning and you were rejuvenated, right? Yes. Same thing happened to me yesterday. I was just feeling off or maxed out. And I don't think we give enough I said this this morning to you, but I don't think we give enough attention to how much energy, how much work we are doing while we're doing other things. So you're doing your day job and yet the ideas are coming, right? And you're like putting them places on index cards and sticky notes and working, but you're, you're, you know, they're still coming and our brain is still going. And just yesterday I looked at all my sticky notes and I was like, look how busy I am. Like I might not be cranking out lettering pieces or cranking out whatever, but I am so focused on tending to my creative self that the ideas are just coming. And so I come from a very deep programming of busyness, productivity, doing all the things that need to get done, should, 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 I should be doing this, I should be doing that. And I have been really committed lately to just tuning that out because we put all these restrictions on ourselves, right? Like so many restrictions. And I'm just starting to notice that it can, we can just let it be easy, right? We could just let it be easy. We can just take the pressure off and just with a simple shift in mindset, 
it can just be, it can just be like you were so focused on grinding and figuring it out and making it happen and making money just so you can get rid of your day job. But once you shifted your focus into, oh, I have everything I need right now. The universe was like, girlfriend, here you go. And here you go. And here you go. And here you go. And it's, it is so true. That is one thing that I have been trying to work on is my abundance mindset, feeling like I know deep in my bones that the ideas are endless, that my energy is endless. Although, you know, we have to maintain it and take care of it, but that the inspiration is endless. And I mean, it goes, it can go as far as you want. Love is endless. Like all of it, it's all there for us. We just have to be willing to see it. Yes. And so first thing I want to say is the amount of energy it takes to work on mindset things and heal yourself, even though it's like all internal, it's huge. It takes so much energy and it's the best use of your energy, but you have to keep that in mind when you're going through this process of up-leveling yourself. Yes. And you know, if that includes creating a business or following your life's work or your passions, it's okay to take a, to take a breath, uh, take a break and rest. Um, because that could be the difference of you giving up on following that dream or that passion, or you just taking a couple days to just recharge. And it was amazing. Once I realized I have, and I have this mantra right now, it's, I have everything I need. And I do, I have more than everything I need. I have an abundance of things around me that delight me. And once I realized how wonderful I had it and how great everything actually was, and I took off this like just 50 pound weight of, but you're not a full-time photographer. You're not a full-time entrepreneur. Once I took that off, I started showing up in my job better. I found a whole new appreciation for my day job. I feel better at work again. And a lot of it was because I was overwhelmed learning a new position at work, but also overwhelmed outside of work, trying to force something that didn't fit at that time. Um, And once I just kind of sat back and was like, I'm exactly where I need to be. Yes, my dream is to be a full-time photographer and to travel the world and capture beautiful images. Like that will always be my dream. But right now I have everything I need. And I think that's such a huge piece of surrender to say like, I'm good right now. I've got all the time. I've got all the money. I am, you know, I'm thriving and I still have my dreams and I still have the things I'm walking towards, but I'm not going to let it dull this moment that we're in right now. Um, And I mean, that just feels so much better than forcing things to fit. So I think that's such a huge part of surrender is the letting go of the control the taking the pressure off. Yeah. The holding too tight. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we just squeeze the life out of ourselves. And, you know, if you believe that it can be easy, it will be easy, but there's energy for it to be hard. There's going to be energy for it to be easy. And so once I started to believe like, Oh, you know, this could actually feel good. Like my job could feel good. My photography business could feel good and could be fun and exciting and inspiring. I'm like opening these doors just in my mind to see new possibilities. Like even today we were talking on Marco Polo and I have this whole new perspective on the direction I want my photography to go. And it's things that I've known and they've been like seated in my soul, but the more I learn, the more I can connect them. And then they just are like this little roadmap. That's like, all right, turn here, go down this way. Yes. Um, I know I was watching you this morning and I was just like, yes, I feel the same way. It's like, I've had ideas in the past that have come and I wasn't in a place to execute them. Like I have, I have lots of ideas always. And now it's like, I'm in such a place of being available for my creativity that 
the old ideas are coming forward. And now it's like, oh, I see how you fit now. Now that I have up-leveled my vibration and am available for more, it's like, oh, okay, now I see how that fits. I see how that fits. And it's like a big puzzle. I think it's, it's so beautiful if you're willing to see it. And you you changing your attitude about your work and changing your perspective, you did, it took nothing, no dollars, no anything to all of a sudden shift into abundance. And I have been experiencing that too. Cause one thing that I struggle with is time. I'm a stay at home mom. I am trying to build a business. And also if we can acknowledge that we are trying to build things that we are like literally making it up. We are making up what we want to do. We're not going to school and following a path or joining the military and following this. Like it's all up to us. And that in itself is challenging. So time management for me has always been tough being a stay-at-home mom. I've been a stay-at-home mom almost now for seven years. And um, I don't know if you could tell this about me, but I am like a highly productive person. So it's challenging for me to have this kind of endless, I don't want to say pointless job because like, I get it. I'm raising humans. I'm raising my humans, but there's no like bigger goal or like short-term goals to reach for. It's just kind of like maintaining a house and maintaining humans. And I have been using a mantra of that. I have, there's enough time for everything. And the more I use it lately, the more I'm noticing I'm using it, which means I'm noticing when I need it, which means I'm noticing the, the negative, the negative kind of anxiety where before it was just kind of like I was existing in this place. And now that I want to shift into like, I want to have more time for my business and there is more time. There's plenty of time. I just am the one that's in charge of kind of moving things around. Right. And Once I shifted into that, I mean, I can feel myself. I like lower my shoulders and I'm like, there's enough time for everything, Coco. There's enough time for everything. And then just that helps me shift and be like, okay, yeah, there is enough time for everything. And then I can still get what I was getting done, done, but with an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. And that's just, it's, it's, it's a game changer, game changer. Yeah. And you're probably getting more done and yes, showing up better to get it done because you're not worried that it's going to go away. I had that same scarcity mindset around just like the state of being in flow and feeling inspired and letting things just effortlessly, you know, happen and creating through this flow state. And I would like get into it and then it would go away and I would be like, oh, when is it going to come back? Yeah. Oh, no. it's- And I was like, I was coming at it from the scarcity mindset that I would never be inspired again. Mm -hmm. And once I realized like, okay, I'm, it's masculine and feminine energy. It's always available. It is always there and it will always be there. It's me and like how I'm seeing it and what I'm doing to take care of myself and setting myself up to be in that state. Because when you're tired, you're not going to be in the state. Right. When you're super stressed out and overwhelmed, you're not going to be in a state of flow. Um, so what can you do to lean into that feminine energy um, and trust that it will always come back? And so there, I mean, there's so many points of surrendering. It's like surrendering and knowing that flow will come back, surrendering to your inspiration, surrendering to time and just trusting and knowing it's like this knowing of just, it's a piece that's attached to it of like, I know it's coming back and I know it will be there for me. I wonder lately I've been feeling the word like softening and like letting in instead of the more kind of masculine, like stopping doing things or um, it's more. And I wonder, is it, let's say for instance, flow, like is flow a thing that comes and goes and we're surrendering to knowing that there's an abundance of it and it will always be there for it will always come back is it a going and coming or is it a being receptive like creating this container this mind body container 
to tap into it. It's always there. It's always available. It's not something that comes and goes and you're just kind of like, uh, you just have to deal with when it's available. It's when are you, cause I can think right now of, you know, five things that I know that I could go do and get in there, you know, as long as I'm in the vibration, then it's available to me. And I think that that surrender and that softening is just magic. It's so, our conversations always just lead to like lights turning on. But as you were saying that, I think it's, that's still part of my scarcity mindset of like, oh, it comes and goes. It is what it is. Um, And just reframing it as like, you know, I am a container and I can tap into it as long as, you know, my vibration and my energetics can get me into that state. And it was, I mean, even yesterday when I was like, all right, you're not going to force yourself to work on anything. I was like cooking dinner, just hanging out, not even trying to think about my business and ideas are just like Mm -hmm. popping in, dropping in. Mm -hmm. And it, it's crazy because once I took the pressure off of, I don't need to get anything done. Everything's fine. I'll get it all done when it needs to get done. Then it's like this reward of like, okay, you listen to your intuition. Good job. Here's, here's a little treat. Here's a prize. Here's a sticker. Um, so yeah, I just, that helps me reframe my mindset around it. Yeah. I, um, I wanted to bring this up like four times during this conversation, but when it comes to burnout in general, I think that burnout can be really confusing for our brains because we are burnt out and, And then we do this thing of like, that's when the inner critic comes in and, and you like, you push the feeling of burnt being burnt out onto your ability to do the thing that you're burnt out from. So Mm -hmm. then you like lose that magic, that, that creativity, that confidence in your, whatever it is, taking photos. And then you're like, ah you lose confidence in it, but it's not that at all. You never, it had never had anything to do with your skill set. It just had to do with your energy level. And Mm -hmm. if we can just keep focused on maintaining our creative health, which means taking care of our bodies and our minds, I think that'll be magic. This conversation is so nourishing, but let's take a quick ad break and we'll get right back to it. The theme of the first season of the podcast is surrender. Often I find myself holding on super tight to challenging times and unknown outcomes, especially when it comes to my creative life. Getting this podcast out into the world has been one of the most challenging things I've ever done. And through it all, I kept hearing the phrase, let it be easy. Whether I was navigating a demanding personal relationship or struggling with old perfectionistic programming, I asked myself, what's the easiest way to get the outcome I'm seeking? How can I let it be easy? And as I used this mantra over and over again, and as the inspiration for the theme of surrender came through, it felt so aligned to create a piece of artwork to go with this season. And sketch after sketch, iteration after iteration, it has come to life one paint stroke at a time. I'm so unbelievably proud of this piece of artwork and thrilled to be able to share it with you. It's live in my print shop over at CocoTheInspirationist.com. Please check it out. I painted it by hand with India ink in a style new to me. When I sat down to practice how I would take this sketch into its next version, it just poured out. The letters that fit together just right, the detailed leaves that curve and fold, it's just so gorgeous. So if you want to support this podcast, and more importantly, if you feel called to bring the vibration of this mantra into your physical world, go grab yourself a signed copy. I'm offering them in 8.5 by 10 and 11 by 14. No custom framing needed. I wanted to let it be easy all the way through to framing and hanging. And if you do end up purchasing a print for yourself, my hope for you is this. 
frame it and hang it in a space in your home where you can see it every day. On your way to the kitchen or as you're getting yourself ready for that day, put it somewhere with intention. Somewhere it will delight you and encourage you to raise your vibration every time you see it. Remember that it was created for you with a loving and joyful heart and let that resonate and ripple out into your day. Yeah, surrendering, it it just, the word surrendering to me, surrender feels so heavy. Mm. To me, like when I first, when I first started meditating on the first season of the podcast, the word surrender just came up. And that's another thing that I've been doing lately is trusting that that idea was meant for me, right? What came to you this morning about your entrepreneurial path, that was meant for you. It was not meant for anybody else. And maybe it's not meant for right this second, but it certainly was meant for you to be filed away and tucked away and available for you when you're ready for it. So when I heard the word surrender, I was just like, okay, I guess it's going to be surrender. I think back, you know, like a month and a half ago, I was, I was still a little bit less eager to say yes to my intuition. Um, And I think that that was totally part of my perfectionism. It's like, I heard these ideas and these voices and stuff, but it was always like, yeah, but do we have the time for that? Or yeah, but that's going to be a lot of work. That's a big one for me. It's like, I'm worried. I'm worried that it's too much work. And I think that just like flows right into my time mindset of like, there not being enough time for the work that it's going to take to get the job done. And now I've just been saying yes to all my intuitive hits. And it's like, you were right. It's like doors opening. It's just like, okay, now come this way. Okay. Now go this way. And when I follow the, the intuition and I surrender to just saying yes, you know, of course there's, there's responsibilities throughout your day. You have to, you know, but when you can say yes, the faster you can say yes to an, an, an intuitive hit, the bigger, the, the better, the payoff, it will immediately yeah. pay off. It'll, it, imme- it will immediately be reflected back to you in one way or another. And I think you've experienced that with like through work. I've been really astounded with sometimes oh, yeah. the way you show up, like you've, you take a certain energy and then show up at work and then it immediately has been mirrored yeah. back to you. And then you're like, I can't believe this. And I'm like, well, I can. <laughs> you're like, oh no, it makes sense. Yeah. That last week I finally, and just so the listeners know, I went through this discovery phase of being like, okay, my thing's actually photography, um, and starting a podcast and then kind of pushed hard, burnt out and didn't find my like good vibe flow state. I took a month off of social media detox, um, and kind of quieted the noise, did some mindset work, did some courses and kind of got my vibe back. And the first time I got back into my vibe, and back into feeling good, I took that vibe into work with me, like my day job. And everything has felt better since I'm like showing up good. I feel like I'm doing a better job. I'm just have got better control on the situation. But just me being in my flow, I was on like a a meeting and there was, you know, some people that were higher up in the company on the call. And right after they, they sent a message to my boss's boss to tell me, tell her how great I was on the call. And it was just this moment of being like, wow, I flowed through my job and it paid off and it, they noticed and they showed up and it's just cool because I always thought that flow was just for my creative business and through my creative mindset. But when I can take that through, you know, working in, a corporate job that's just a little bit more administrative and a little bit out of my comfort zone. I flow through it and I still show up. And at the end of the day, I feel good because I did good work, whether it was creative or administrative, I still did good work and that feels good. And it helps me stay in that state rather than just burning out. 
yeah. <laughs> like every <Yeah>. day. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, over the last couple of months, you've learned some serious lessons about burning out. And for me, for my, a couple of weeks ago, I had this epiphany. It was less of an epiphany and more of, um, a conversation I had with my husband because he wasn't happy with my social media use on the weekends. Um, <laughs> and, um, but it helped me get to that epiphany, you know, it helped me yeah. get there. And he just made me realize how I was siphoning my energy without, without setting firm boundaries. I was siphoning my energy all over the place because for me being a stay at home mom, like my weekends look the same as my weeks if I allow them. And so for instance, I've, I've tried to do certain things within my like mom world that set firmer boundaries. So I only do laundry during the week, during like working hours, not at night, not on the weekends. And, you know, there's some things that I just try and let myself have a weekend over. And my husband made me realize that I needed to move those boundaries. I needed to add some more boundaries to my business now that I'm really starting to feel connected to my people. And I'm, you know, I'm creating a community and I want to be present and show up and add value and serve and make beautiful work. And he made me realize that I needed to, he felt like he was competing with, with my phone, frankly. And that felt terrible to hear, but I'm so glad he did because then it was like, some, this happens to me frequently. It's been happening more and more, but like, I'll get, and like, I'll get, I have a situation where I'm like, uh, okay, I think I'm learning a lesson right now. Like this is a moment for me to learn not to, not to be defensive, but to soften and surrender and see, well, what's the message here for me to learn? And then, then there's like a intuitive idea, idea, idea. And it's just like, and especially with this situation, it was so cool because it's like, it was uncomfortable. I didn't like being told that from him. And like, it wasn't a lovely conversation we had. It wasn't like comfortable and sweet and like, honey, I would just really <laughs> like to tell this to you. You know, it, it didn't come out like that. Yeah. And that's okay that it didn't, but I, you know, I, I definitely heard the message and then, and then immediately I just got this thing where I was just like, yeah, obviously, obviously I need to focus on being present in all that I do, which means being present for my family. Because what is the point of building all of this if the people closest to me are suffering or right. are, are lacking? And it just was like this, because my, my mom was a big time server, people pleaser, always doing things for other people. And we kind of got the end of the gas tank you know, like the end of the day. And trust me, I know what the end of a long day feels like when it comes to having kids. So I can understand, but if I can understand that, then I can also try to not be that way. Right. So then I got the idea to just be off of social media, not only social media, but my business completely on the weekends. And as soon as I got that idea, I was like, at first I was like scarcity mindset, like, Ah, I don't know about that. And then I was just like, wait a second. I'm telling my people that they have permission to rest. I have to rest. I have mm -hmm. to rest. And I'll tell you, I think this will be my third or fourth, third or fourth weekend of this, you know, new boundaries. It feels incredible. It feels, I feel so ready to come to work on Monday. And I actually feel, I was just thinking about this on the treadmill this morning. I feel like something's shifted in my life where I used to feel like I was trying to fit work into my mom life. And now I feel like my kids are at my job and they need to go. <laughs> it's like, take your kid to work day. That's how it <laughs> feels every day. <laughs> yeah. And so now, which is a cool, like new place to be. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel really grateful that I had that opportunity with my husband then to set the boundary. And then that night it made me, it was a Friday, it was a Saturday. I think it was a Saturday that he told me this and he wanted to watch the hockey game, which interests, interests me not at all. So 
I was like, oh, I'm going to draw. And then it was just like, it was just like dropped into my brain. Like, oh, maybe you should make a sign that says that you're closed for the weekend. And then I sat there for an hour and a half and came up with a super cool graphic that I was really proud of. And now every weekend I post it and I feel super psyched about it. And it just was this like self-fulfilling you know, journey. And now I'm psyched because all weekend I'm doing fun, playful things. I'm resting and I'm percolating. Like you said, the ideas are still coming, but they're, it's like, they're coming because they know that there's, that there's safety there, that they can land and it will be received. And I just think surrendering to that, to that, you know, having boundaries instead of like, going, 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 and then crashing and then having to take a whole month off because you felt just so overwhelmed, you know, setting boundaries on your work and on your creative time and putting value on nurturing your creative self. I think that those are just, just pieces to this puzzle that are necessary. Oh, for sure. And I feel like you really, and it comes with time, but the more you can listen to your, the way your body feels and the way mm. your mind feels and your intuition, it's for me, it's been this process of like, I don't know, I guess like peeling back an onion of like layers of tapping back into my feelings. I feel like in 2020, I feel really changed this within me because it took so many distractions away it was like this numbness, right. Of just moving through the motions, doing the things like, you know, showing up, going to work. And I was just blocking and suppressing my intuition and my feelings. And I've had to just kind of wipe away all of the, you know, dust and dirt on the top players. So I can touch back into those feelings, but there'll be times where I'll go to do something and I'll just feel myself like tense and it's like, okay, that's your body saying, no, don't do it. Yes. And it can be that simple. And it's, I mean, it's gotten any, it's gone anywhere from like tightening up to literally like getting sick when I was somewhere I didn't want to be. And it was my intuition being like, home girl, stop, cut it out. <laughs> right. Like I can't be more clear lady. Like listen yeah, to me. It's like I'm telling you. And the more you trust it, and we were, ha you had this conversation. You said this to me the other day, the more you trust your intuition and the more you show up for inspired action is the more available you're becoming to it. And it's the more like the intuition and the inspired action are going to trust you to land and be like, oh, okay, we're going to choose like this idea for her because I know once we give it to her, she's going to, she's going to do something with it. Right. Her um, soil is fertile. She's tending yeah. to her garden. And I know that this seed is going to grow here and it's not like in a crack in the cement. Right. Yep. Yep. And I don't know. I just feel like there's so much beauty when feeling inspired and feeling like seeing the possibility to life but you have to understand and you have to do the work of setting yourself up and putting yourself in that place. You have to set yourself up for success. And that's mentally, physically move your body, like work out. I, during one of my kind of lower states um, of just being so out of the flow and just not knowing what was going on. I mean, I wasn't working out. I was working from home, sitting at my desk all day and until I got up and started moving, like that was like a little fire that lit. It was like, okay, now my body's starting to feel good. And then doing the mindset work. Okay. Now my mind's starting to feel good and doing like my spiritual work. Now that's starting to feel good. And all of these pieces are just leading me longer and longer onto the path, but it's a constant maintenance. It's like a constant spring cleaning of your life yeah. to say, Hey, what feels good? What doesn't feel good? And it can be as simple as like, and I feel like you're going to totally resonate with this, but like, I cannot stand this piece of furniture in my house. Just looking at it makes me feel weird. Get it out. Like, yeah. let it go. Let go of the clothes, let go of the clutter, like clear your space so you can clear your mind. Something else that I keep coming back to is quieting the noise. Mm. We are receiving so much noise all day. I look at a computer screen for eight hours a day social media, music, 
podcasts, like all the things. It's so much noise. Give yourself the time to just sit in your bed with the lights off and like rest your mind like intentionally. And once I started doing those things, it was like, okay, it's starting to make sense. And now I can see clearly and I'm going from survival mode into like thrival mode as I continue to, you know, walk towards an up level. Yes. Yes. I, I don't want to gloss over the fact that being still, I mean, we have grown up in the last 10 years of being inundated with everything. I mean, everything is at our fingertips. So it is not easy to lay in bed and do nothing. It is Mm -hmm. uncomfortable in those first couple minutes to do nothing. And your mind is just like, wait, we're not doing anything. We're not going to be looking at anything or listening to anything. Like, what are we supposed to do? And then once you just surrender, yeah, it's there. But I totally subscribe. I used to subscribe and it's still one of my habits. It's like, while I'm doing this, let me listen to this podcast because I can be super efficient and learn something and fold the clothes and, you know, driving in the car, I can listen here. And, but we have to start creating these really quiet moments where, and I think what those quiet moments are doing is they're resting us. They're they're like, if you're laying in bed, but you're scrolling or you're laying on the couch, but you're watching, like you're still consuming. You're still, your brain is still, your nervous system isn't completely letting go. And I think that if we can find those moments, that's why baths are so great. I mean, maybe you use your phone in the bath, try not to do that. That feels like a dumb idea, but like just sitting there, I mean, yep. I didn't allow myself to take a bath for a really long time. And it was just occurred to me the other night when I took one, I mean, there's, I could do a whole podcast episode on this, which I might, but I, I wouldn't let myself take a bath because I'm like, Oh, I don't have a soaking tub. You know, my tub's not big enough or, you know, the, whatever the excuse was someday I'll have a tub big enough. And it's like, well, if I had that big enough tub, would I allow myself to take the time because the problem is not the tub. You fit perfectly in the tub. (laughs) The problem is that you're not allowing yourself the time. You are accommodating your husband, you're accommodating your children, and you're not leaving any extra time to allow for you. And so, oh boy, there was, there's a whole lot there, (laughs) but it's just that. And it goes back to the scarcity mindset around right. time. You didn't believe that you had enough time to take a bath. Therefore, you did not have enough time to take a bath. I think when I think back to the process I've gone through for this mindset shift and walking closer to like my dream life, it started with a decision and then it started with beliefs. So I had to decide that I wanted to open my mind, change my beliefs and make a decision to change my life. And then I started having to believe different things because whatever I was believing before didn't get me where I want to be. So if you believe you have enough time to take a bath, girl, you will have enough time to take a bath. If you believe that you can afford to buy this piece of equipment, you really want to help start your business, you'll find a way to make it happen. But when you tell yourself, I don't have enough time, I don't, I can't afford it. I can't, you know, I'm not creative. When you tell Mm. yourself all of those things, that will be your reality. And so it all links back to this place of scarcity of there's not enough. I'm not enough. There's not enough out for me. There's plenty for all of us. And once we can start believing that it, and we learn it in so many different ways and over and over and over and over and over and over until you learn it Yeah, until you learn it. And then one day, something will be said or something will lock in just one certain way. And it'll just like imprint in your mind. And you're like, okay, I got it. Makes sense. I got it. And you have to continually seek these moments. You have to continually want to up level and, you know, seek that expansion and it'll keep coming to you. Um, But it's just so funny. If you would have asked me 
even six months ago, I'm going to Utah in April for a photo workshop that I'm like, it's like a dream come true. And I feel like it is just going to push me towards where I want to be. But if you would have asked me six months ago, if I could have afforded it, afforded it or had the skill level to do it, I would have been like, no way I can't do that. But because I was in the place I was with my mindset, I was like, heck yeah, we're doing this. And now I am just like struggling to sleep at night because I'm so excited. And that is such an amazing place to be when you're literally so excited about your life, you don't want to go to sleep. And that's the kind of life I want. I want to live every single day, like just ready to get up, ready to find the creativity that is waiting for me the next day. Um, but it starts with deciding that like, that's what you want and that it's available for you. Um, and that, and that what you have currently is enough, is enough. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Right. Because the second, and it's so funny, like I've done gratitude, there's the book, the magic and it's 28 days of gratitude. And I struggle to get up and like write a list of 10 things I'm grateful for. But when you think about it, like I woke up in a warm house next to somebody that I love. I woke up and made a cup of coffee. I had the money to buy that cup of coffee that someone like, like think about the process that went into just getting that coffee created and then on the shelf so I could buy it. There's so many things in the simplest moments for us to be grateful for. But when you choose not to see them, your life will be the polar opposite. If you believe that the world is bad and people are out to get you and you don't have enough money and you can't afford the things that you want, your reality is not going to be fun because that's what you believe. But the second you change that and you look for the abundance around you, the other day I had this download because I was like going back to abundance and I was like, okay, like think about all the places around you that there's abundance. And I was like, okay, so there's an abundance of like grass, like blades of grass outside. There's an abundance of, you know, wood panels on the floor of my house. Like I was thinking where there was like a ton of things right around me. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm made up of an abundance of cells. I am abundance. Like (laughs) that is what I am. I have an abundance of hair on my head. Like that is the thing. Um, And once I had that mindset, it's just like, I feel lighter. I feel better. Um, but I have to be so content in where I am that I, that just that decision that, okay, I'm so good where, where I am. I have my dreams. I have things I'm walking towards, but I'm so happy and grateful to be here. That brings your vibe up to where you need to be to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. It puts you into a receiving mode right? Yeah. Like scarcity mindset is not a receiving mode. Abundance mindset, you're in a place to receive. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is also juicy. And I do want to acknowledge that just reading one self-help book or one mindset book, at least for me, that's not how it works. I have to hear it a hundred different ways. And then that magic moment And you also have to know that it will come like for me right now, I'm working through money mindset stuff. And when I first started, I felt like, oh, so many people are doing money mindset stuff and hopefully it'll work for me. But I've shifted into this place of like, I'm waiting for it to click. And I just am going to keep taking in the content until it clicks because it will click. And it's, I, I just personally need to have it hundred different ways first. And I, so this is just another thing that we've had, or I've had to work through that I think could benefit somebody listening. Just as you were saying, it takes a hundred different people saying it a hundred different ways for something to click. That is why no matter if you're the 50,000th photographer or podcaster or whatever, that is why you are needed because you are going to say it one certain way and it's going to click for someone and they are going to come to a higher vibration and show up as a better self because of you. And that was something that I really struggled with because in this process of starting a podcast about people finding their thing, I'm like, but everybody's doing that. Like, why would I do that? 
And it was like, no, because there's going to be people that are going to hear the way I talk about it and the way that it processes in my mind. And they're going to be like, yes, girl, that makes sense. And then there's people that are going to be like, I have no idea what she's talking about. And that's okay too. And so rest assured in the fact that your unique perspective and you're just you as a human is your greatest asset. You process things the way you process things and our messages, your message and my message is so like similar in the core of living and creativity and inspiration and showing up and being excited about life and feeling, just feeling good. We just want to feel good about our life and our work and what we're doing and help other people feel that way too. And so sometimes we have conversations and I'm like, wow, we really are like so similar in our message. And it's like, yeah, that's why you see the same quotes in a hundred different ways, like said a hundred different things, because the core is that everybody wants to feel better. Everybody wants to feel good in their lives. And it's just, it takes so many different messages to reach different people. So I encourage anybody listening to show up and say their message anyways, no matter how many people are out there talking about it, um, because it's needed for sure. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to stop there. That was just... This was so good. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Can you tell that Carter is just like my soul sister? I am so grateful that she came into my orbit, into my life. And we do this like back and forth mirroring up-leveling stuff to each other all the time via Marco Polo, as you could hear. And her friendship is just such a gift. Um, I was just listening back to this episode, you know, as I edit, and gosh, I'm so happy that I was able to capture that. There were so many good moments. I especially love talking about masculine action and feminine energy. Um, Permission to rest, I think that it was a really great way to illustrate pushing too hard um, by her sharing how she was just trying so hard and she needed to take the pressure off and she was using the mantra take the pressure off while I was using the mantra uh, let it be easy and we just were growing together and I had this trippy moment just now because I was listening to us from you know a month or so ago and then I jumped onto Marco Polo because she and I had been corresponding there in real time now. And it was like I was time jumping. It was so weird because it's like I was listening to us have a conversation about the things that were in our kind of way and in our vibration then. And now I feel like we've grown from it. And it's just so neat. It's so neat to be surrounded by women that are stretching and reaching and shifting mindsets and I'm just so grateful. Um, she refers to her podcast uh, a bunch of times in this and since recording this she's following inspiration for um, a new job. She switched jobs and which is giving her more creative access in her job and she's also just released her just launched her website which is uh, carterperry.co and that's her handle on instagram too you should check it out and the cool thing is she referred to um a trip to utah in the episode and that's already happened and she was able to take some incredible incredible photographs she went to this gathering that set up all these um, models and vignettes and in Utah in the flats the salt flats and she was just um, able to just capture the kind of work that she wants to be doing and it's editorial and it's gorgeous and it's diverse and it's it's unbelievable you should you should really go check out her gallery uh, on her website but yeah I wanted to end by saying that this kind of growth is available for all of us and the support is available for all of us and I just hope that everybody I just my wish is that everybody had um, a Carter or an Alicia I have two 
three girls that I'm just really close with on Marco Polo, and that seems to be my platform to connect of choice right now. But I just, I just see so much value in tapping into our creative self over and over again. I'm just reminded, and I'm just really excited that I finally got this podcast out, and now I can share these moments with you. And it's such a delight to go back and listen even to who I was a month ago. And these conversations are so nourishing to me. And right now, I am putting out work that I am extremely proud of and the conversations I wanna be listening to and the things I need to be hearing. And I have to trust that that is gonna land with you as well. So thank you so much for being here. Um, If this, work resonates with you if you feel touched by anything that happened here please um, I would love for you to DM me tag me take a screenshot of this tag me and Carter on Instagram tell me what what landed and if you really want to help support the pod please leave a review I would love it so much and if you screenshot your review DM it to me and I will send you a special free printable something I've created. It's one of my favorite pieces uh, from this past year. And um, then you can get something to put up and inspire you a little bit further and take this vibration that I'm hoping to put out into the world and take it one step further into your home. So also check out the print shop. It should be live by now. Um, I didn't, I, I originally had a goal of launching the podcast and the print shop on my birthday and it sounded so good and so easy to say out loud. But frankly, what happened was I, it took a lot more effort than I expected to get the podcast out. And I think, frankly, I think I did a beautiful job launching it and creating all the things I created for it. And the print shop just needed a little bit more time. So uh, I think it's live by now. I suppose it is. Um, And I just encourage you guys to go and see the Let It Be Easy piece. It's there in the shop ready for your order. So thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next time.